fellow worshipers and welcome to another episode of the Worshippers Heart Podcast. We welcome you today and we are all here simply because of God's hospitality and grace. We share the privilege of extending this hospitality to you and to each other. And we recognize whether you are young or old, first time or long time listener, whether you are full of doubt or confidence, joy or sorrow, that at this time and in this place, we are all family because of what Jesus did for us on the cross. So we welcome you, welcome you, welcome you. We especially welcome our first time listeners today. And we ask you and encourage you to tell others about this podcast and about the joy that we have in knowing and expressing Jesus to each other and the time that we take to fellowship together as a body of believers, as a community, as podcasters, as a time that we share telling more and the world about God. So I say if you are spiritually weary and in search of rest, if you are mourning and long for comfort, if you are struggling and you desire victory, we ask you to recognize that God loves you. God welcomes you and we welcome you here in the name of Christ. There is no stranger in this body. There is no stranger in this fellowship. So to all those who hunger and thirst for righteousness or whoever will come, this is the place where the door is open. And we welcome you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hello, fellow worshipers, and welcome to another episode of the Worshippers Heart Podcast. For this episode, we're going to just talk a little bit and look at the ABCs as it relates to our worship. So let's look at how our worship should impact our lives and should freshen us up and create us in a place where everything we do is worship. So when we think of worship, we want to think about what is it that worship does for us? Our worship allows us to express to God alone that he is worthy of glory, adoration, praise, allegiance, and sacrifice. Let's think about this. Sometimes our worship makes people uncomfortable. Our worship is not familiar to everyone and our worship looks different from others. Everyone does not worship the same. Everyone does not stand up and worship. Some people sit quietly and worship. Some people cry. Some people laugh. There are expressions of joy. So it just depends on how your worship has evolved and what it looks like. And in spite of all this, God acknowledges and appreciates our heart of worship. We should not be limited in our worship. When we are limited in our worship, when we don't hinder our worship, our worship to God demonstrates love, care, comfort, strength, supports. It embraces, it blesses. God watches over us. He continues to provide. He restores and he renews. There is a continual ongoing grace and mercy. There is redemption, creation, remembers, and God always keeps his promises. God is who we refer to as our Savior, our Lord of Lord, King of Kings. He's our Alpha and Omega, our peace. He's our Father. He's gracious. He's holy, our rock almighty, everlasting. He's faithful. He's our cornerstone. He's our good shepherd, our deliverer, master, and friend. So don't allow anyone 
to hinder your worship. You should continually give God your whole heart in and during worship, both private and public. Unhindered worship is a freedom. If we go back to the Garden of Eden, there was a freedom in their worship in the garden. The sacrifice made on the cross for us brings us back to this free worship. And we have to remember that God wants our absolute best. And he is worthy of that. So we should make our worship unhinged and unrestricted. Worship, as we shared before, is an action word. There should be a pouring happening. And pouring is an action. When we pour, there's a flow, a steady stream that comes. And worship should always be poured. You hear people say worship is a lifestyle. Then worship is an ongoing steady flow. It isn't something you pick up and put down. When you choose, you're going to use it. When you choose, you're going to do it. Worship is who we are. And as worshipers, we have to remember that we are worshiping a living God, a triune God. God who is our Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And just as we desire for God to pour out on us, we should be pouring out our worship to Him and be expressive of that unto others. This requires us to go and make disciples of Christ, not disciples of self. So let's look at the ABCs and outline how our worship impacts us. We have to apply. We have to blend. We have to conceal. There is a destiny. Our sins have been erased. There is a foundation. There is a glorious moment that happens in our worship. Worship is helping us to draw closer to God. There is an identity. There is joy. We become knowledgeable. There is love. There is memory. There is a notice. Our hearts are open. There is a purpose. Worship is quality. There is a righteousness. Sometimes even then there is a moment of standing still. There is trust. There is an understanding. There is wisdom. Oh, I missed one. There is victory. There is wisdom. We are excited. We are yielding not to temptation and we should be zealous unto God. Our worship is an expression of who we are. Our worship is unto God all the time. If we are not worshiping God, we are worshiping something or someone. And we know one of the Ten Commandments, you should have no other God before him. So I say to you, what does your worship look like? Is your worship refreshing? Is your worship holy? Is your worship unto God? Is there a fragrance that comes with your worship? Are you excited about God and what he does for us? Are you excited about his goodness and his grace, his love and his kindness? Are you creating disciples who look like God and not like you? So worshipers, let us remember, everything we do is worship. Who we are is worship. We should eat, live, and breathe and be a part of our worship moment and experience. 
not just on a platform, not just before a congregation, but in our private moments unto God, we should be worshiping and thanking him for his grace and his love and his mercy that keeps us and covers us in spite of situations and circumstances. So I say to you, are you a worship? Are you a worshiper who has a worshiper's heart? No. Oh. 
I leave you and send you out with this benediction. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance unto you and give you peace. And the peace of our Lord and Savior always be with you. And remember, at the end of the day, all you need is a worshiper's heart.